The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey there, my friend, and welcome to episode 36. Thanks so much for listening, and thank you for sharing this podcast. Uh, and please continue to share. Uh, you help it the podcast to grow and help me get the message out to more homeschoolers in the world, the message that you can homeschool and feel good about it too. Uh, I so appreciate the reviews that listeners leave for me, <laughs> like this one from LSJC80. Uh, and she or he said, Jean gives so much and it's all gold dust. <laughs> I love that. There is no better place to go if you're just starting your home education journey. Jean is genuine and incredibly knowledgeable. I'm loving her guests too, as I have found them through other avenues, and it's lovely to see everyone come together on this podcast. Well, thank you. <laughs> that is uh, my mission here, is to help homeschoolers embrace this in a way that works for you. And in a, in a way that brings you joy and enriches your family. So if you haven't left a review yet, you can go to uh, this website. I'll give you the link here and leave a review of, of the podcast so that others can find it. So the place to go is loveyourpodcast.com slash art of homeschooling. Uh, or if you want to just screenshot the podcast while you're listening, this if you want to screenshot the episode and share it on social media, that would be great too. However you like to share, I would just so appreciate it. 
Uh, and if you do share on social media, be sure to tag me at art.of.homeschooling uh, so that I can say thanks. I'd really appreciate it. Okay, today we are going to talk about holistic homeschooling, what that means exactly, and what the guiding principles are. Having some guiding principles can really help you remember what's most important to you. It's a way of identifying your values and coming back to those values again and again at points throughout your homeschooling year, throughout your homeschooling journey. All right, so before we get to the specific guiding principles, and I'm going to offer you 10 guiding principles as a starting point and then encourage you to create your own list. But before we get there, I want to talk just for a few minutes about this concept of holistic homeschooling. So what is holistic homeschooling exactly, you might be wondering. And here's my take on it. With a holistic approach to education, you look at the whole child first before setting any specific learning goals. Uh, You see the whole child, body, mind, and spirit. You observe your individual children with that in mind, with this holistic view in mind. And then with holistic homeschooling, you expand beyond just academics skills and goals, skills, goals, particularly to also include the development of social and emotional skills, uh, physical growth and well-being, and connections with each other, uh, with each other and the divine, however you might define that. Uh, Throughout my 25 plus years of homeschooling and in our family, I found these reminders to be both helpful and also refreshing, that this is about more than just uh, the head learning or the academics. The idea that raising little humans is about more than just teaching them isolated skills, and that is a beautiful notion to me. Because education really is about considering the whole person, helping our children uh, get to know themselves, helping them uh, do hard things, but as we encourage them, helping them learn new things and grow their curiosity about the world, helping them discover their gifts, and then uh, helping them or help or really fostering their confidence so that they can go out into the world and share those gifts with others. The goal, I would say, of holistic homeschooling is really to create a love of learning so that our children can really engage with the world and become lifelong learners in the process um, while honoring their gifts and making a contribution. So with this in mind, there are a few different educational methods that I would describe as holistic, and these include Waldorf, the Waldorf approach, Montessori, and Charlotte Mason. I would say all of those approaches, and they aren't exclusively the only ones either, but these are three that homeschoolers 
often are drawn to and holistic homeschoolers, especially. Uh, And in fact, I would describe all three of these approaches that I just mentioned as both holistic and hands-on. All three encourage experiential learning that helps to engage children while honoring their whole being. And if you want to read more about, I would say, about the specifics of these three methods, I wrote an article over at the iHomeschool Network on comparing homeschooling methods, including Charlotte Mason, Montessori, and Waldorf. And you can find that article at uh, artofhomeschooling.com slash comparing methods. That's just a quick link. The article is actually not on my website, but over uh, on the i homeschool network. All right. In this episode, though, I want to describe the guiding principles of holistic homeschooling as I see them so that you can develop a list for yourself and your family and maybe even hang it up on the wall or your bulletin board or put it in your planner so that you can on those crazy days, (laughs) and there will be some, so that on those days you can remember your why and get back in touch with your values about uh, children and education in particular. And also to remember how uh, how nurturing it is for us to see our children as whole beings on a journey to becoming their true selves. Sometimes we need that reminder because we can get lost in the weeds some days. Oh, and don't forget, this is important, don't forget that you're on a journey too. So these guiding principles can help us as moms, as parents, to nurture ourselves and our own growth as well. Oftentimes, we are still discovering our gifts. So um, this kind of view of the human journey, I find very helpful and empowering um, for all of us. Okay. I first created this list um, that I'm about to share with you of 10 guiding principles of holistic hands-on homeschooling. Uh, When my kids were probably in, my oldest two were probably in first and second grade, maybe second and third. And I was putting together a planner, right? A super simple planner, like a binder with tabs for each, a tab for each month where I could keep ideas and lesson plans and that sort of thing. And I wanted an uplifting reminder as that first page, right? Inside my planner so that I could remember why I was doing this and what my, my core values were. And then a few days, a few days, a few years later, when I was working with some other homeschooling moms to start a small co-op of about probably six families, five or six families, we took my list and revised it again so that we each had a copy of this document of values that we were working from. So that's just to say that this, this list has evolved over the years and your list can too. So just start somewhere, whatever feels right to you, and allow this uh, these guiding principles to grow as you and your family grow on your homeschooling journey. Okay, here is my list of 10 guiding principles of holistic homeschooling. Number one, 
see the whole child, body, mind, and spirit. In Waldorf, in the Waldorf approach, this is often referred to as uh, heart, head, and hands, or head, heart, and hands. And here's a great quote that I find really helpful. The way to the head is through the heart and hands. That can help you. All right, number two. Honor the developmental stages of childhood and work toward preserving childhood rather than focusing on academics too soon. Sometimes we feel pressure from uh, the public school system or uh, our environment around us, family, friends, neighbors, to uh, start academics really early with children. And I have seen over and over again the power of honoring their developmental stages and keeping especially those early years um, very play-oriented. That's just one example. Number three, spend time in nature honoring and observing its beauty. Oh, we can learn so much from nature and it is such a good balm to the soul. It helps us to uh, reconnect to something larger than ourselves and um, find some peace. All right, number four, present lessons in a natural way using stories as a teaching element. Stories really help us connect soul to soul from one human to another, and they have since the beginning of time. Uh, So use that as part of your your lessons, um, the power of stories. All right, number five, create opportunities for artistic expression. This might include drawing, painting, movement, music. I often refer to the seven lively arts. You can find an article about that on my website. And uh, these are the arts that Steiner talked about really uh, encouraging teachers to weave these into all of the lessons. All right, where are we? Uh, We are on number six, which is find balance between movement, artistic expression, and mental effort. Finding a balance between all of those, I think, is really, really important in holistic education and in, um, in more mainstream educational settings, it's often that mental effort and the academics that get the full focus, but here we want to broaden the scope. Number seven, bring the experience before the explanation. This is particularly true in the elementary years where hands-on experiential learning is so important for children, and it's, it's like discovery education where they get to have an experience um, before we delve into explaining why that might be or why that might happen a certain way, because children will start to make their own guesses, and it's a wonderful way for them to learn about the world. Number eight, create a caring, supportive relationship with your children and a prayerfulness over the children or your child. Uh, So relationship is key. And the, fostering those connections, both with um, other humans and with the divine, are really 
really enriching for our lives. Number nine, engage in inner work yourself to explore your own thinking, feeling, and actions. Uh, A wonderful thing to do all along our, our own journey as humans, even as adults. So engage in inner work yourself. And number 10, (laughs) inspire us to all, right, to help make the world a better place. We want to inspire ourselves and our children and our families to make a contribution to help make the world a better place. There you have it. (laughs) The 10 guiding principles of holistic homeschooling. And whatever method you use or parts of methods, sometimes uh, people take a bit from a variety of methods. And I just encourage people, you know, our homeschooling journey was based in a Waldorf-inspired approach. And as I, as I teach this to other homeschoolers and for myself too, I just think it's really important for all of us to recognize that we... We are the decision makers in our homeschool and in our families. And so we want to take the best from these approaches and make them work for our situation. So these principles can really create a foundation of values that you that can help you as you make decisions in your homeschool. You can check back against these um, guiding principles when you when you're making decision decisions uh, big decisions about homeschooling when you're lesson planning or even in your parenting these can help you in my family with our Waldorf inspired approach um, we also I referred to these a lot which is why I kept it in the front of my planner uh, and it Actually, when I would read these, I would think, oh my gosh, I am doing important work in the world. And I I feel so good about these principles. I feel so good about furthering these values, not only in my life and my family's life, but to help spread them in the out into the world. All right. So uh, here are just a couple of, I just wanted to point out a couple reasons why I chose in particular the Waldorf approach, but I want to, so I want, just want to be upfront about that and, and share with you my whys for, for choosing Waldorf. But I also want to encourage you to um, just ground your homeschool in the, in this concept of holistic homeschooling, and then choose for yourself about the specifics of the method or the approach. So first of all, I really, this is about Waldorf in particular. I love the main lesson block structure of spending three to four weeks on a topic and going deeper into that one subject. That's my first real reason. Secondly, by weaving the arts into all the lessons, we can really help to strengthen the child's will. So my experience over and over again has shown me that main lesson block learning that incorporates the arts into the lessons really helps to make the the lessons more memorable. Steiner said about the arts that they they bring us joy as human beings and they and they help making the learning mem- more memorable. And we want that, right? That's one of the the things that 
um, one of our aims in our lessons. So children are engaged and retain the learning in a really deep way. That's my second reason for really love falling in love with Waldorf education. And finally, I've seen over and over again, the benefits of the human connection, something that Waldorf really emphasizes. So who we are as teachers and guides for our children is really important because the personal interaction with our children is where the learning happens, right? That interaction, the space between us is where the learning takes place. Um, And that's where self-development and inner work come in. This is a part of the homeschooling journey as well, as I've said. And I think it's really helpful for us as homeschooling moms in particular to do this work because it actually can help us feel better, like feel better about ourselves and feel better about the work that we're doing and the homeschooling. So there you have it. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode today. I encourage you to make a list of your guiding principles, right? Of the guiding principles for your holistic homeschool. Feel free to steal mine. You can use these 10 guiding principles if you want to, or just use them as a jumping off point to create your own. Because When you start with your values, you really ground your homeschooling in what's most important to you and your family so that you can remember your why on those crazy days and celebrate the goodness on days when everything goes smoothly. So you can find in print the 10 principles. If you want to review them, you can find them in the show notes for this episode over at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 36. And I'm wishing you all the best on your homeschooling journey. Thanks for including me as a small part of it. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, Let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. 